Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. During praise and worship, there's this description in the Bible that says, and it was noised about that Jesus was in the house. I want to tell you something. Jesus is in the house this morning. Thank you, Lord. Wow, what a safe place. What a, a comforting place to be able to come into the house of God. Freely. Freely. Amen. Do you bring your Bibles? Okay, let's open our Bibles or your phones or your iPads, whatever it is. Amen. This is going to be an exciting Exciting. Everybody say it's going to be exciting. Okay. Open your Bibles to Ecclesiastes 43. Who was here last week? Did anybody find Ecclesiastes 43? <laughs> I had to do that. Thank you, Lord. Jack was looking so diligently for Isaiah, Ecclesiastes 43. And he was using a, another Bible that has, that has that. Thank you, Lord. 2 Timothy 3.16. Repeat after me. All scripture, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is, and is profitable to tell me what's right, to tell me what's not right, to tell me how to stay right or keep right. Hallelujah. It's all about us. The Word of God is all about us. God breathed His essence into over 40 writers to get the Word to us today. So that when Jesus said in John 10, 10, I have come that you might have life, that life is in His Word. There's no problem outside of His Word that He's not the answer. Does everybody know that? People say it's a self-help book. Thank you, Jesus. It helps me every day. Amen? Thank you, Lord. I've entitled this, Don't Leave Home Without It. How many know that statement? That was coined by American Express in approximately 1975 about selling their card. When I got out of the service, I went to work for a very prestigious insurance company. And uh, what, what is it? They only charge you what you need? Anyway, there's so many ads, car ads. I, I get Geico mixed up with, anyway. Anyway, so I went to work for this, this uh, company and it was um, a Bostonian insurance company and we had to wear a suit and tie every day because we called on commercial accounts and everything. And so every day that was my attire I wore suit and tie. And uh, calling on people, you had clients, and, and I, just, I just so wanted an American Express card. I just thought that was the coolest thing in the world, to have an American Express card. So I think back then it was 50 bucks. You paid $50. And I got me an American Express card. And I slapped it in my wallet, and when I would take a customer out to eat, here it comes. Here it comes. You know, we'd, we'd finish our meal and the, the waiter would come up and I'd slap that card down on the table. Woo, look at me. I've got an American Express card. That's all I ever used that American Express card for. I never looked at all the benefits 
of the American Express card. Never looked at them. I spent tons of money wasting money because I didn't look at the benefits. Those are all the benefits of having an American Express card. I had to tow my car one time. I didn't know I had AAA service and they'd tow it for free. I got on an airplane. I didn't know I got special airplane rates. I didn't know there were certain restaurants that said, but if you, if you slap down an American Express card, you got 10% off your meal. I never read the contract. If we're only saved to be saved, we're missing out on all the benefits of what the word has for us. In 2 Samuel, there's a beautiful story of a young man named Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth was the grandson of Saul and the son of Jonathan. And uh, there was a war uh, with the Philistines and David, I mean, and Saul and Jonathan were killed. And a nurse who was taking care of Mephibosheth, who was five at the time, in haste in trying to get away so that they wouldn't be murdered, uh, she dropped the kid and it crippled his legs and he was crippled all of his life. But they fled to a place called Lodibar. Lodibar was not a good place. It, it, the definition means it's no pasture, no growth, no communication, no voice. So there was no voice in Lodibar. And this is where Mephibosheth lived. And approximately 15 years later, David has become king. And David says, is there anyone left in the line of Saul and Jonathan? He didn't know about Mephibosheth. And Ziba, a servant, said, yes, sir, there's a, there's a son that lives in Lodibar. And David said, go get him. See, now, Mephibosheth lived in Lodibar eating locusts and living in the desert in a place of no communication, no power, no pasture, no nothing. He did not know that he was heir to a kingdom. It was all his. So when David found out about him, David goes and gets him and comes and said, you will eat at the king's table forever. And he told Ziba, Ziba took care of Saul and all of his animals and all of his house and everything and all of the servants and Ziba's son and even uh, uh, all of his servants. He told Ziba, he said, now you belong to Mephibosheth. But Mephibosheth went through life not knowing that he was an heir to a kingdom. And he was. Are you standing with me? Thank you, Lord. Salvation is awesome, folks, but there's more. Oh, Jesus. And you know, I think we have to grow into it. I, I, I'm thinking of myself. I'm learning every day, every day, the benefits of being saved. And you know what? There's only one side effect. I'm going to tell you something today. And if you accept it, there's going to be one side effect to it. And it's called persecution. You are going to be persecuted for accepting the benefits of salvation. You're going to be ridiculed. You're going to be mocked. You're going to be belittled because you believe in this Savior. But I don't just believe in Him as Savior. He's Lord. 
Hallelujah. I started making a list of the benefits. I was going to give you 10 benefits this morning of being saved. But every hour, God would add another benefit. Amen. He would add another benefit. And, and, and you think of your own benefits. Amen. Salvation. What is it? I'm born again. Amen. Heaven is my home. Hallelujah. 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 I'm a lot closer than a lot of you to heaven. And I'm looking forward to it. The way to get there, no, but to get there is fine. Heaven, folks, 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 we're going to be with God forever. We're going to be in heaven. Now, what's heaven like? I don't know, but it's better than this place. Heaven in the presence of God. I'm on my patio this morning at about 6.15 and I just, I just love it. And uh, I'm praying and everything and I just started praying in the spirit. I said, God, because I'm born again, I can talk to God. And God talks back to me. Amen. Well, I just started, I just started speaking in tongues, then I started praising in tongues. The God of creation is listening to me. Oh. Wow. Wow. I'm probably going to have 50 benefits. Hallelujah. A relationship with the Creator. I'm no longer separated from God. I'm no longer an alien to God. I have a relationship with God, the creator of the universe. And he loves it. You know, Adam and Eve, I'm just, Adam and Eve never had to use their faith. They never had to ask for nothing. They already had it. They never had to ask God for healing. They had it. And Jesus has put us back into that place. But we use our faith. Amen. The same thing that Adam and Eve had is ours. Just don't talk to snakes. We have a relationship with God, the creator of the universe. Oh, Jesus, this is good. Amen. When I got saved, I kind of had a an understanding of my sins were forgiven. Remember, we make that statement, dear Lord, come into my heart and forgive me of all of my sins. I had that. I knew that. I thought. I thought. So I grow up and I become a pastor. And I read all the scriptures about forgiveness of sins, that he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and wash us as clean as we can be. Everybody, everybody knows that, you know. But there's other scriptures that said, if you don't forgive others their sins, God cannot forgive you of your sins. And so the best thing to do is just step over it. But I'd read it again and it'd say, if you don't forgive the sins of others, God can't forgive you of your sins. 
I was a pastor, folks. But then one day, as I'm reading the scripture, if you don't forgive people of their sins, your heavenly father can't forgive you of your sins. And I got, I got about right here. And God said, we're not going any further until you get this. And so I backed up and I said, okay, if I don't forgive the sins of others, then God can't forgive me of my sins. No. And then he did, then he did something personal. He said, Jack, if you don't forgive them of their sins, I cannot forgive you of your sins. I said, I forgive. Thank you, Lord. Our sins are forgiven. Never, ever to be remembered after you repent and ask for forgiveness. Someone, someone got to get a hold of that this morning. Someone's got it. I just pray you get it down in your belly. God could care less about your past life that's under the blood. He could care less what you did yesterday. When you realize what you did and you said, Lord, forgive me for I have sinned. God, do you remember last? No, I don't remember last week. I don't for. Folks, folks, the world doesn't have that. The world walks around with condemnation and guilt and, and hurt and pain. And they're just a breath away from asking God to deliver them from that. He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all, all, all unrighteousness. My goodness gracious. Healing, healing by his stripes. I am healed. I am whole. Old Testament, New Testament. He sent his word and healed them. I have access to divine health and healing. Now I'm saying me, but I hope you're including yourself in that. You have a right to divine health and divine healing to divine wholeness. It's provided. It's one of the benefits. It's in the contract. Hallelujah. Now this, this, this one, I've, I'm working on it. Because of the benefit of being saved, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. <laughs> yeah, me? It's hard. But see, it's not my righteousness. It's the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus because we've accepted him as Lord and Savior. I say it every day. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am who he says I am. I can do what he says I can do by his stripes. I am healed. It's part of the contract. And he didn't pay the $50. I mean, I didn't pay the $50. He did. He paid for it. Golly. The scripture that turned my life around in 1970, Romans 8, 31, <clears throat> healed my soul. 
I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't praying. I was walking around like a worldly person. Matter of fact, I was smoking a beer. Smoking a beer. I was smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer. And God opened up the scripture to me in a fortune cookie. And it was Romans 8, 31. If God be for you, who can be against you? God manifested himself to me in such a beautiful way. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Lord. I found out that God's on our side. God's on our side and he's always good. He's on my side when I'm in the mountain and he's on my side when I'm in the valley. That song, I love that song. Doesn't matter if we're in the valley or in the mountaintop, God is faithful. Amen. God is for me. Philippians says that I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. <laughs> Where'd I get that from? I got it from the contract. The contract tells me when I read it, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let's say that I can do, I can do all, things all things through Christ. We're a victor, not a victim. We're the head, not the tail, above and not beneath. We're the lender, not the borrower. Why? Because the contract tells me that. And I have a contract and it's signed with blood. It's written down. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Ooh, Jesus. If there's a mountain in your life, you have the right to speak to it and tell it to get out. You're kidding. Jesus said, speak to that mountain. Command it to be picked up and removed and cast into the sea and doubt not, but believe that whatsoever things you sayeth shall come to pass. Nobody has that, folks, but us. Nobody has that. The government can't do that. We can speak to mountains. Hallelujah. Ah, <laughs> ah, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That's, that's my contract. Who said that, God? Where'd you get that from, my contract? I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. That means that if that's true, then there's nothing else greater than me with the word in me. I can do all things through Christ. Greater is he that's in me. Hallelujah. Are you getting that? It's in your book. It's in your contract. If you're saved and born again, it's in your contract. You have the same rights that I have. Oh. <laughs> I have the right, the privilege, and the authority to speak the name of Jesus. Amen. It's my right to speak the name of Jesus. Open your Bibles. 
It's yours. It's yours. You have a right to speak the name of Jesus. You can speak to demons. These signs shall follow him that believes in my name. He shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover because of my name. In the name of Jesus. That's us, folks. I don't have to pay extra for that. It's not an added benefit. It's in the basic benefits of the contract that we have because we're born again. It's signed in blood. I can speak to mountains. I can speak. We played golf the other day and there was a seven foot rat snake in a place I had to go. But you know what? I didn't go there. Someone, someone said, your ball's over there. And then someone said, look at that. I said, okay. I have plenty of golf balls. I don't like snakes. I'll speak to them as I walk away. I don't like, I don't like snakes. Thank you, Lord. We are a blessed people. We are a blessed people. When we are born again, Corinthians says that we are new creatures in Christ. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. All things are become new. I am not what I used to be. Uh, I haven't been to a reunion lately because the last one I went to was my 60th high school reunion. That's the last one I went to. And, and we don't have many. There's not that many of us left. But I used to go to reunions and everybody wanted to talk about what you did in high school. Jackie, do you remember? And I'm going, oh, Jesus. But I finally got to the place that I don't remember that. I don't, I don't remember that. That old Jackie is no mas. I am not what I used to be because of my contract. My contract says that. that. My, my contract says I can do all things. My, my contract says no weapon formed against me can prosper, no even no plague come nigh my dwelling place. My contract says that I dwell in a safe place. I, 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 it says in here, let me, let me find it. Oh, love. Nothing, this is my contract, nothing can separate me from the love of God. So good. It's, 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 it's right here. That's what my contract says. That's what your contract says. But folks, we're, we can't be like, I'm so glad somebody finally got to Mephibosheth. Because Mephibosheth had everything. He had power. He had prestige. He was going to live in the king's castle. He was going to eat at the king's table for the rest of his life. He had servants galore. He had to find out what was in his heritage, what was in his contract. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're blessed, folks. Have you thought of any other benefits? I'm sure you have. Ever. Oh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord. I want to make a I want to make an invitation. None of the contracts apply to anyone that has never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That, that, that's part one. If someone has never said, Lord, I'm a sinner, I need you, I want to be saved, forgive me of my sins. That that 10 or 15 words gets you a contract. That's that's number one. But number two is. How many of us are here today and we don't know the benefits? And we're living in Lodibar. I'm saved, but I'm eating locusts. It's dry, it's hot. And maybe today we just need to realize, Lord, I'm going to accept all the benefits. They're, they're yours, folks. Everything in this Bible belongs to you. Jesus died to get this to us. And it's not hard. I surrender. Lord, forgive me of my sins. Be my Lord. And then we start the greatest schooling that we've ever had because we're learning every day. Amen? We're learning every day. We're growing. Don't think that you're already there. I think Pastor Jack said it. I'm studying more today than I've ever studied in my life. Because it's all new every morning. It's all new every morning. I'm starting to write down. I prayed and asked the Lord... I want to have a better remembrance of Scripture. Have you, you read the Bible one day, boy, and something just hits you between the eyes and you're so excited, and the next day you tell someone and you came and tell them where it was. Has, anybody, has that ever happened to anybody? Thank you. I get so excited about the Word. But the day I think it's Psalms 116, 15. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his faithful servant. Wow. Faithful servant. How do you become a faithful servant? You believe what's in your contract. Someone asks you why you do certain things, you say, well, it's in my contract. It's in my contract. Why are you doing that? It, it's in my contract. It's in my contract. God said he'd never leave me nor forsake me. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Bow your heads. I just mentioned two points. One was you never, you don't have a contract. And, and you know you don't have a contract. You have none of these benefits. The Bible says you are an alien. You can stop that today by saying, Lord, I accept you as my Lord and Savior and forgive me of my sins. Bam, bam. The whole world bows its knee when you do that. And as Jack was saying earlier, 
the angels, what are, what are they doing every time they're seeing someone get born again? Someone bowing their knees, someone saying, I'm sick and tired of this world. See, we are in this world, but we are not of it. Would you raise your hand this morning if you say, Pastor, that's me. I want, I want Jesus Christ to be the Lord of my life. I want a contract with God. I don't want to be alienated from God. I, I want to be part with God. Is there anybody here this morning that would raise their hand and say, Pastor, that's me. I want Jesus to be Lord of my life. Thank you, Lord. The second part of this is to ask the Lord for forgiveness because you've not read his contract. And you're living a life in bondage because you don't realize what benefits you have. You're living a life that's outside the kingdom of God, but yet you're saved. And this morning, you just want to declare that I'm going to recognize who I am in Christ. Thank you, Lord. Hey, folks, we've all missed it. But he's such a loving God, he brings us back. See, he's never left you nor forsaken you. Thank you, Lord. Father, we praise you and we just thank you for your gracious faithfulness that you've allowed for us, Lord, that before the very foundations of the world, Lord, you had this moment picked out that we would come to this place and we would say, thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for making a way where there seemeth to be no way. All these benefits, Lord, are free gifts. Love, joy, peace. Lord, thank you for joy. Joy, the world didn't give it to us and the world can't take it away, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Healing, deliverance, freedom is your contract. If you're here this morning and you need healing in your body, I just, I want to, I want us to come to the altar this morning. What we're doing when we do that, well, we're, we're recognizing that I, I have a contract with God and he said, uh, healing, it belongs to me. If you're here this morning and you're, you've got a bad report, some doctors told you some bad report, you need healing in your body. Would you come down front? You need deliverance. You need deliverance this morning. You're in bondage to something. It's in your contract, folks. You don't have to live in bondage. You don't have to live in fear. God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. It's ours today. All we have to do is accept it. And what are we doing by walking down here? I'm just, Lord, I'm, I'm surrendering. I'm coming down this morning. Thank you, Lord. I, I want you to listen to me because this is weird. I was asking the Lord this morning to do whatever God wanted to do. 
Amen. Your staff does that. We don't just get up here and do what we want to do. We ask God, God, what do you, what do you want to do this morning? Stay with me. I'm talking to ladies right now. Stay with me. In your purse that you carry around is something that you're in bondage to or that you fear. <clears throat> I have no idea. But somebody knows what I'm talking about. <clears throat> There's something in your purse that either you're in bondage to or you're fearful of. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. That's between you and God. Thank you, Lord. We can't miss an opportunity like this. You, you know what I'm saying? I could say, Lord, that's foolishness. That is absolutely goofy. I could say that. I prayed for a lady 40 years ago. Didn't know her from Adam. She wanted prayer and she came up and I just said, Lord, help me now. I don't, I don't know what she's going to ask. I have no idea. I said, Lord, help me. Give me words. She came up and before she said a word, I said, ma'am, the Lord has a word for you. <clears throat> Stay with me. I said, garage door opener. She started bawling. She started crying. She had lost her job when she was applying for a new job and she had two great offers and she was in torment as which job that she was to take. And the one job that she wanted, one of the requirements were that she would park her car inside her garage. So therefore she needed a garage door opener. That's how much God loves us. Sounds goofy. But God loved that lady so much because she had prayed and she had cried out, Lord, help me make this decision. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. These four people have come down here this morning because they're, they're admitting, Lord, <laughs> they're not living under the contract. They love Jesus. I know they love Jesus. They want it all. Right, Juan? Yes. You want it all. Jerry, you want it all. He wants you to have it all. Amen. Stretch your hands down here. Now, see, we're going to do something. We're not just going to go back to our seats as if this was a good day. We're going to go back different than when we walked down here. It's a done deal. You ask. And God said, if we be an evil parents, know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more the, the Father will give good gifts unto me. Lord, we stretch our hands right now. Father, we've made a confession as your child, Lord. More of you, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, for living <laughs> like the old man. Because your word said, I'm a new man. I'm a new woman, Lord, in Christ. 
Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. Lord, you said we've been washed, sanctified, and justified by the blood of the Lamb. And so, Father, we receive it. We receive it. Lift your hands and just receive it right now. Father, we receive it. (laughs) Didn't have to pay a penny for it, Lord. You paid the whole price for it. Lord, all we have to do is receive it by faith. And so, Lord, we receive it right now in Jesus' name. Old things, old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You okay? You got it? Thank you, Lord. Amen. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Go read your contract. With only bad side effect. Hallelujah. You're going to be persecuted for righteousness sake. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 We are a privileged people. Amen. Because not, you know, not because of what we've done, it's because of everything that Jesus did and the price that he paid for this contract. The price that he paid, I have a contract. Father, we praise you. We thank you this morning. We acknowledge you, Lord, as Lord and Savior. We give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord. We want to live our lives pleasing you. And we're looking forward to one day, Lord, to dwell with you in heaven. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for receiving us. And we give you praise for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Do a high five. Tell somebody it's been good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.